moving to a new country is absolutely not easy, and this is clear. The first challenge you would face is learning the language of the place you're moving to. Talking about Germany specifically, German is often said to be a very complicated language to learn. Many people, including me, struggle even after years of studying. But how was my experience with German? I want to talk about this in the first episode of the Bavar Italian podcast. The Bavar Italian podcast. So, welcome. Welcome to the first episode of the Bavar Italian podcast. I'm very happy and proud that I finally decided myself to record and publish this episode. I'm having a lot of fun in writing this podcast, uh, also in choosing the music and stuff like that. So as you can hear, I also composed sort of a theme song. I must say that editing a podcast is actually very, very challenging, but I'm sure that I will improve throughout the whole project. But back to the serious stuff. Okay, so the topic of the first episode of this podcast is learning German. I would say that my love story with German is very complicated and long. And it's actually a love story. I really mean it when I say it, because it's a language that I truly love to hear and to speak. And confessing this always raises more than an eyebrow, I have to say, especially in Italy, because there we are told that German is difficult, it has a harsh sound, the grammar is too difficult, and so on. So people tend to think that I'm a weirdo whenever I say this. And for these same reasons, I would say um, I never studied German. So not because I'm a weirdo, but because of the stigma around German language in Italy. And here's an example. So when I was in school, I was 11 years old and I had to choose between two languages to study. And it was either Spanish or German. And my mom, who studied German back then, told me that German was too difficult and that I should pick up Spanish because it could have been more easy and more similar to Italian. So that's what I did. And the result is that I completely forgot everything I know about Spanish, even though that's still in my CV, of course, and that I didn't know a word of German, obviously. So the first chance that I had to learn German was when I went on Erasmus uh, to Bremen, which is a lovely city in the north part of the country. And I really want to talk about this in another episode of the podcast. So I did not really plan to go to Bremen, actually, uh, for my Erasmus, because the first choice that I put was London. But for some reason it didn't work out, so Bremen was the second choice and I accepted it. And I knew I had to stay there for a year, so I said, okay, I really want to learn some German. I would start to learn German by myself before leaving. And I studied, I would say, a month uh, of grammar. And then when I moved there, of course I didn't know anything. And I still remember the first day when I, when I was there, I went to the supermarket and I paid um, some stuff for, for dinner. And the lady at the counter asked me if I wanted to have the receipt. And I didn't understand, of course, so it was a couple of minutes where I was trying to communicate in, in English for her just to tell me if I wanted to have the receipt or not. So something that was not really worth the five minutes I was there trying to, to communicate with her. And yeah, so that was the first, uh, the first time I, I, I actually had to use my, my super poor German. And then when the academic year started, I took a couple of courses, but those were those kind of courses where, you know, you have a book and then there's a teacher. And basically, yeah, the teacher is just like guiding you through the book and helping you to solve the exercises, which was useful, of course, um, not as expected because it was just for me useful to understand how the language worked. But still, it was not enough for me to sort of use German in real life. And also because you can imagine when you're on Erasmus, then most of the time 
if not like all of the time you're speaking English because you're meeting up with people from all over the world and obviously English is the main language there. But there was a sort of um, hidden weapon that I had to learn German and that was dating apps. So dating apps are the most underestimated tool to learn a new language in my opinion. And when I was in Bremen, one of the first things that I did was downloading Tinder when Tinder used to be good, not like now. And I actually met a girl pretty fast. Um, I remember we met a couple of times and it was a very weird situation because we were texting in German and I was trying to text in German to improve my, my skills. But then when we would meet, we would only speak English because I was not feeling confident at all to use German. And I also did this with other people. And I have to say that it sort of helped me to understand how sentences works and where to put the verb, which might sound kind of trivial, but actually is very important. So I have to say that Tinder was super helpful, even though, of course, from the dating point of view, it was not useful. But yeah, I, I would say that when I was on Erasmus, that was the first source for me to learn German. And then when I went back to Italy after my Erasmus ended, so we are talking about summer 2018, I came back to Italy for another six months and I was writing my bachelor's thesis. And it was way more difficult to practice German, of course. But I was lucky enough to meet a girl from Bavaria who was working there and wanted to learn Italian. So she was interested in doing a sort of tandem exchange. And since her Italian was already perfect, we only spoke in German. And that's when I was starting to feel confident in using German actually during meetings, you know, like when we would go for a coffee or something, then I would start and speak in German, even though everything I was saying was completely wrong from a grammar point of view, but that was not important because it gave me the confidence to actually speak German. It taught me to understand German and it allowed me to go to Munich and to live with other German people in my first flat. Exactly, summer 2019, I moved in with three other Germans in a sort of, it was like a house. Um, it was not like a normal veget that you would think of. It's a particular that it it's not relevant for the story, but anyway. And initially I had no problems in interacting with them and understanding what they wanted from me. But there was a small particular because they were assuming that my German was way better than it actually was. So they were speaking too fast with a lot of, you know, slang and stuff like that. And sometimes they were using some Bavarian expressions. And that's the moment where I met Bavarian for the first time in my life. And my relationship with Bavarian would not stop there uh, because the year after... I moved in with two true Bavarian flatmates, but this is another story because I also want to talk about the relationship that Italians and foreigners have with Bavarians because I think it's a very interesting topic. But yet this is just to let you know about the violent impact that I had with the German language when I moved to Munich. And actually a violent impact is what I wanted to have. I remember that I was avoiding Italians, but not because I didn't like Italians. It's just that I didn't want to, you know, stay with people that would only speak my language because I, I wanted to develop in some sorts. Um, so I thought that the best um, way to do that was to kind of put me in a situation where I would feel uncomfortable from a language point of view. And I wanted to immerse myself into the language completely. And this is what I wanted to do at the university as well. I would say that 95% of my colleagues at the university were Germans. And I tried my best to, you know, blend in. And the first weeks uh, where I was still not feeling comfortable um, in speaking German, we would speak in English. But then 
I sort of asked them to talk to me in German, kind of forcing them to speak to me in German. And this is what I would say was the game changer, because being surrounded by Germans, being forced to speak the language, it put me in a situation where I had to improve. So this allowed me to avoid taking any course. I didn't study the grammar or the language, neither through a course nor by myself. And I was actually, you know, trying to make more mistakes as I could and learn from those mistakes. And then things improved also when I started to work here and I was working in German, uh, meeting my colleagues and... You are also in a situation where, you know, have some sort of responsibilities. So there are actually things that are very important and you need to understand what's happening. So you're very, you're really forced to know the language and to speak the language and to understand the language. Now, after four years of living interruptedly in this country, I consider myself to be fluent in German because I have no problems in expressing myself, even when it comes to complicated topics. However, I'm still struggling with vocabulary, so sometimes I do not have enough words to express a thought that I want to express. But my nightmare is actually the grammar. So learning about the articles, the ending of the words when it's uh, accusative, dative and so on. But I completely gave up learning the grammar because I know that learning it by heart is not a solution. And actually the most important thing is that you can make yourself understandable to other people and that you can understand other people. because. I can guarantee that Germans are very impressed when a foreigner can speak German. And they actually appreciate this very much. And on the other hand, I also appreciate very much when Germans can speak Italian. And this is not as in common as you would think. I met so many people that for a reason or another can speak a perfect Italian. And this will make me always very confused because Italian is technically not a very useful language. I mean, why would somebody learn Italian? Maybe to order a coffee while on holiday in Tuscany or something? Because honestly, Italian is not really used for work or something. I mean, unless you're not working for an Italian company or with Italian clients or something like that. But this is something I'm still struggling to understand. And many Germans that can actually speak Italian told me that they started to learn it because it has one of the most beautiful sounds in the world. I mean, it may be true, but I cannot really judge since I'm the weird one who likes the sound of German. So I suppose that's a valid reason. Okay, this was basically my adventure with German. I'm sure many people had a similar experience with this language, but I feel my story is somehow special because of all the unconventional ways I leveraged on in order to learn and to improve. And to conclude this first episode, I think it's important to reflect on the fact that if there is one thing that I understood about this language during these years, is that it's not very easy to survive without German in Bavaria especially. I mean, of course, everybody speaks English, but not being able to speak German can be a problem when you're looking for a job or when you have to understand bureaucracy, which is not easy here, or actually when you want to make friends. I think knowing German actually gives you more points when you're interacting with other people because it allows you to create stronger connection. And this is something that I noticed ever since I could speak fluently. As I said, with some people, I started speaking English and then I switched to German. And I had the feeling that after switching to German, I was literally talking to another person, like I had the feeling that they could give me a more authentic version of their personality. And this is actually a good card to play when it comes to dating. You have a sort of an advantage when you can speak German in dating, but I'm planning on talking about dating extensively in other episodes. So since this is a very important and relevant topic when it comes to life abroad, then I will leave it for that moment. This was the end of the first episode. 
I hope you can forgive my English, my pronunciation, whatever, because registering a podcast after eight hours of work in German has the counter effect of completely fuck my brain up. I'm also having so much fun in writing a podcast after three years and registering and everything and editing. I'm, I really love it. And I cannot wait to publish the next episode. So if you're curious to hear more about my story in Germany, stay tuned and let me play the theme song once again for you. The Bavaritalian Podcast.